0: Yeah, I think so. This feels like it's not going to be a particularly long episode, which is like, that's just fine for everyone, really, right? That is
1: great. And I'm so glad that we don't have the cameras on because I just touched my boobs. So you didn't need to see that.
0: (laughs) And yet you still told us
1: about it. I know. (laughs) (laughs) Of course I told you about it. I wouldn't want you to see that. It's barely on topic. Podcast for Boston Bruins fans by Boston Bruins fans welcome to barely in topic we're into episode two of the fifth season and of course last week i remembered that i forgot to put the intro on so that was fun but hopefully we'll get it right this time i'm va and i'm here with jeff and tim
2: yeah hello (sighs) hey (laughs)
1: Okay, uh, so guys, anything uh, exciting happened to you this week?
2: Probably
0: not. <laughs> um, hockey came back, <laughs> so there's that.
1: Yep, yep, it definitely came back. Do you do you know anything else that happened this week? Maybe not to you guys.
2: I mean, it's October. Uh,
1: Greedy gr- War later, Hosen. <laughs> <laughs> No That wasn't it was it huh? I mean it was fantastic it really was If you wanted to see anybody in and It was definitely Gritty you know but <laughs> You guys Are so bad at this you're either so Bad at this like you know trying To like catch what what I'm Throwing at you or <laughs> You're like my husband Who likes to torture me <laughs> Which one is it guys <laughs>
2: The Bruins won both games.
1: <laughs> oh, Tim, you're killing me. <laughs> I
2: don't I, I don't know what happened this week. I really don't.
1: I said, Jeff, would you like to try one more time to just say what it is that I'm excited about?
0: Oh right that VA got to meet your
1: boyest of boys this week. Thank you. <laughs> god somebody got that one. Oh, i was gonna have to talk about it all by myself oh my god i did i did i did i did it did. i was so excited oh my god it was so exciting i can't believe that you guys forgot about that because i
2: honestly thought we talked about it last time so that's why it wasn't coming to me
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes tim we talked about it on sunday before it happened on tuesday you're right well, you know, time ha- time time
0: has no meaning in the Tim Light zone. <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay. I never claimed I have a good sense of time.
0: I turned up I could have gone with the outer timmits on that one.
1: Oh my god. I kinda I, like that better. I actually do like that one better. <laughs> the outer timmits. It's it's less labored. Yes. Okay. Okay, 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 okay. Ready? I am not 16 years old, but I really felt like a 16-year-old. It was so crazy. So, (laughs) (laughs) I got into the store and I'm looking around and I'm just like, "Eh," like, and I turn and I'm like, oh, they're all at the registers. Now he can't help me find something. Damn it. Okay. So, it's like, and it was like crazy. He saw Cam Neely, saw like at least one of the Jacobses and- um i saw kevin miller walking around you know and by the way if you want to know what hat he was wearing tim he was wearing the march Milko one that was like uh it's like a triangle that's made out of leather or something like that that's oh that's a cool one yeah okay so, so, I, so how did how did them, uh kevin miller's peg leg look
0: because so I assume he just has like a piece of wood – has like a chunk of a tree instead of a lower leg at this point.
1: Well, it is a chunk of of wood that he did whittle down into, you know, like a peg leg um, by himself. It's very artistically done, you know. Uh, but he had a lot of time on his hands, so he figured he would learn how to carve it and, you know. This to-
0: is artisanal homemade um, – uh, artisanal homemade peg leg.
1: Yes. Nice yes 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 but it was out of a, a, a single piece of wood obviously so you know just in case you wouldn't know that.
0: i mean you know if it's multiple pieces of wood those 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 binding points like it just provides a weak point a weakness whether you use glue or nails or screws really right so better off being single single piece
1: and you know in a pinch he can he can take it off and he can use it as a bow it's all good
0: a bow, interesting. I would have assumed it would have been a nice, like... I would have assumed Kevin Miller style would have been, like, a really nice piece of uh, bird's-eye maple. <laughs> oh, with a really nice polish. Not a stain, but oiled. Um,
2: Next from Martian Milko.
0: I going to say, so we're calling... Uh, this episode kevin Lem- kevin miller's peg leg now right
1: <laughs> i wanted to call last week's episode patrice's groin
2: <laughs> i mean we'd probably get a whole new audience at that point <laughs>
1: Okay, okay, okay. Ready? Okay, 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 okay. So, like, I decided I was going to get a couple more jerseys because I don't have enough. But I figured one would go to my husband, one would go to me. So I picked up a, a Jake DeBrusque and a uh, David Pasternak. So, woohoo, I'm feeling good. And then I did a last-minute, like, grab of a, a of a flag that we have currently hanging outside of our house, flapping in the wind. So that's good. So then I get up into the line area... And then um, the guy's like, you can go to register nine. And I'm like, oh, no, I want to go see Brad and Carlo. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, OK, just go wait over there.
2: <laughs> just go wait over
1: there. <laughs> <laughs> because, you know, it's like people tended to, to say, I want to go to six or that's the register he was working.
0: I was going to say this is this is why they probably can't the, those security guards probably just carry tranquilizer guns. <laughs> it's like, nope, got to
1: tranquilize this big steel. Brandon, go. <laughs> <laughs> I was not the only girl who lined up in his line, by the way, like that. Because <laughs> immediately after me, another girl sidled up next to me. <laughs> OK, so I, 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 I'm so excited and I just put the stuff down, like, because I, when I get excited, I jump a little bit and then I just throw things all over the place, you know, as one does, because I am the site of maturity. And then uh, I said, oh, I said, you're my favorite defenseman. You know, he when he was taking the stuff and he was like, you know, folding it, he was like, oh, Jake's right over there. I'm like, but I wanted to see you. And then I I said to him, I said, can we get a picture? And he's like, yeah, let's do it. I'm like, oh, my God, he's the best. He is so sweet. You know, he even said, oh, man, I'm just doing a really bad job of folding this stuff right now. I'm like, it's okay. It's only for one day. You don't have to do this again. (laughs) And now I never, ever want to wash the articles of clothing that I got because he touched them. Is that wrong? Is that weird? That's weird. It's a little weird. I mean,
2: do you want me to lie to you or?
1: <laughs> no, I think really weird would be like sleeping next to them and then never ever, like you know, washing them. I'm not like that.
0: I'm um, hanging up in a hanging them up in a closet that has like
1: a ball of Brandon Carlos
0: hair and a bunch of candles, for example. That would be really weird.
1: Okay, I'm not doing that. Just for the record, okay. not doing that. So, you know, and it and so now I have to go to the uh, the ping pong thing in March, and I'm gonna have to get VIP tickets because I need I need to have a Brandon Carlo hug if I can get it, because I have photographic evidence that he gives the best ones, and I need to find out empirical proof and all that. I mean, you had an opportunity the other day to inquire and you didn't, he was behind you know, that like, counter. I hear you
0: Oh, yeah, I suppose. He's tall. He can reach across. He did reach across.
1: But I didn't want to touch him, (laughs) Jeff, because I felt like that was going to be weird. And I might not let go. You
0: think he is the Prince of Wales trophy?
1: um <laughs> no no i just felt like it would be weird to to, to touch him i don't know why At what part of this whole experience did you not get that i'm just a weirdo and i didn't know what to do i did say and, and now i have to be very careful about how i say these things I would say if it was sean corrales across the counter i probably would have climbed over the counter and gotten kicked out of the store so there you go me like
0: you asked him you probably could have just if it was Sean Corral you could have asked him to do a Corral leap over the counter and then you wouldn't have had to reach across the counter and you wouldn't have gone to get at the store
1: Mm, right chances are he wouldn't have done that though but that's okay that's okay that's okay Ah, so yes hockey returned this week and perhaps that's the more salient headline of this uh, week's show but I was just very excited about being a dum-dum okay So we had two games this week. The Bruins season started on Thursday night in Dallas. Uh, How many people turned off the commentary entirely and just watched it with the the closed captions? You probably would have had a better time, honestly.
0: I mean, I'm all pumped about hearing about the exploits of Tyler Sagan. We're we're somehow related, related to Carl. Um but uh <laughs> I don't know, I listened to it and uh, you could tell um uh, it's early season yet cause jack was not on his game and well speaking of jack oh boy
1: we'll come back to that right <laughs> thank you Tuka if you had Brett Ritchie <laughs> scoring the first goal of the Bruins season this year, 69 seconds, 69 dude, into Nice. <laughs> into the season. Oh, my God, you should go play the lottery, go bet in Vegas. I don't know what you should do, but makes tons of money off of that. Um, I'm going to just say that we gave Brett Ritchie the bump uh, basically by just shit-talking him. You know how we do that. We shit-talk a player. We question their existence. Why are they on this team? I don't understand Brett Ritchie. And then he goes and he does that. But I do understand the purpose of Brett Ritchie now. It's not necessarily to score goals all the time, but 69 seconds into a game, maybe he'll do that again.
0: <laughs> I mean, that's pretty fucking rad. Um, I, I do have some thoughts on that goal. And uh, I think basically put any NHL competent, a- a- NHL competent body in Richie's place and they score because almost all the work was, uh, was Charlie Coyle, who had himself a fucking game
1: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: on Thursday. Like that was... Holy goddamn! Fuck Charlie Coyle! <laughs> wow.
2: Also, at one point during the season, the Bruins had a perfect shooting percentage of 100 when they had two goals.
0: <laughs> this is true. First, first goal on the first shot,
2: and, and second then... goal
1: on the second shot. <laughs> Yeah, it was great, it, and that one was on the power
0: play. And uh, a Danton Heinen goal. Yes, Danton Heinen actually finished.
2: <laughs> he actually shot the puck, and boy, did he ever! It was it was a shot in half.
1: Yes, yes. Uh, so basically, Danton Heinen, who no one understands uh, his game, uh, and I have said I don't even quite understand it. Managed to score on the power play, and interestingly enough, the second power play unit was really good, at least in that instance. The first unit was not good. Yeah, no, no. no. I think one of the more interesting things about the game was that your top line, who are all also uh, all each of them, they're on the first power play unit, right? Oh, yeah, they are the first power
0: play unit, plus or minus Satori Krug and uh, Jake Debrusque.
1: Right, right. Yeah. So, Brad Martian had one shot on goal, and he didn't even get that into, like, the third. Berge had two, and Pasta had zero that first game.
2: Something with that. They tried to something that kind of hampered them in the playoffs last year. The extra pass, oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> they kept they kept up with that and it's it was it was frustrating as can be like just get the puck on net it's like they're trying to be like too selfless on the ice no i don't want to score you score like just someone please score that's kind of where you're at with that it's
1: it was it was frustrating that was the one frustrating part of the game for me do you think that defenders are unraveling that top line so Here's part
0: of the thing is uh Dallas has one really good defensive pair, and that's uh Klingberg Heiskinen. I think mm-hmm. they're I think they're a pairing. And that is like one very underrated and one future star that pair, right? right. So I'm of the view that like they, they just like they, they got hard matched. Because the thing with the uh with the stars is they have one line and one defensive pair. Mm-hmm. So um once you do that, there's not really uh i mean and so you hard match against our top line and you you might fuck them up, but then again, the problem is, is when you're a one line team and you've uh, hard matched uh boston's top line um are still a good team on Boston, so you know that worked out and and indeed tuka indeed
1: <laughs> she's making some really good points today. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I, w- I will also say too in terms of dallas that rupe hints guy can absolutely fly
0: yeah holy shit eh like that one goal like that kid deserved that because like he just he torched absolutely torched like smade um, uh, mcavoy
2: Yeah, there was a couple. He had a couple um, chances. Like, I think he had one or two before the goal as well. Like he
1: he's yeah, he's fast. I was I was surprised at how quick he was. Yeah, that was something to see. I love his name, though. He's he's actually finished, by the way. Just let you know. It was a fin on fin crime
0: i mean the double vowel sort of you know sort of gives it away with the last name is not what you'd expect to be a um, finnish
1: oh yeah so his name is actually probably ropa now that i think about it
2: so the last name doesn't give you too much of a hint oh no. god
1: oh, no. Tim. oh man okay you're right <laughs> You're right, Tim. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah, so uh, he deserved to get that goal because he beat out everybody. And, uh, you know, other than that, Tuca was great that night. I mean, even with that, he was great. That was one goal.
2: <laughs> yeah, and overall, the defense was really good. The layers that the Bruins were able to create on defense were pretty hard to beat for Dallas. And
0: Jesus Christ, Cliffy Hockey, the kid's going got to get himself killed the way he plays, but it's so fun.
1: It, it is. It is. Last night he was trying to fight or something. I don't know. He is all over the place. Cliffy
2: fist of Fury last night. He's getting into it a little bit. Even last night the defense played well. The goaltending so far has been excellent um, for the Bruins, both with uh, Rask and Halak. They both had excellent uh, games to start the year. Which is nice to see to have both goalies uh, firing on all cylinders there.
1: I'm a little concerned over the scoring at this point. Not, I mean, we're two games into an 82 game schedule, so it, this this only needs a passing mention at this point. But you saw two teams this week that basically just clogged up your lanes and made it really difficult for you to score. Your top line. I mean, besides Marshy scoring last night, and that was a fluky ass goal. It's a little frustrating to see, but it's also you see a team like Dallas is probably better than they were last year because they did get Pavelski, and he's on that top line now. Oh, Arizona's definitely better too.
0: Well, because Phil Kessel, and you know, Phil Kessel's gonna come show up and do Phil things, make your team yep. better, drive your coach nuts, be in Phil, just being, being fucking Phil. Which, like, I got. We don't talk about this enough, really, on the show. How much I respect just how few fucks Phil Castle Phil gives. <laughs> 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 like, like, I think like it's impossible not to have profound respect because, like, how many people do you know that give that few fucks that aren't, like, you know, just, just train wreck human beings?
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He's a he's a little bit of an odd duck. We don't know very much about him, right? We knew we know things like uh, hearsay things, right? Or a look at his apartment in in uh, in the lonely movie studio (laughs) or a viewing studio. uh, Oh my god, that was those pictures of his of his of
0: his house in in Pittsburgh were just the best thing ever. Yeah, Um, listeners, if you didn't see these, it was um included a picture of his TV room. Which was a big, you know, big theater screen with one chair. <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: so not even,
0: not even enough for a friend. It's just for Phil and his dog.
1: <laughs> so I know that there were times where you have said that you thought that, that Phil was on the spectrum and we do not know this. So this is just. No. Speculation, excuse me. And we're going to talk about neurodiversity right now. So, uh, basically, if indeed he is somewhere on the spectrum, and believe it or not, everybody's a little bit on the spectrum, just a little bit. You know, but if he is, then that gives you an idea into why he's so good. Honestly, it's the one
0: it's the one thing he's focused. He's locked in on. Yeah,
1: right. Right. He can focus in on what he needs to do. It doesn't mean he's perfect, but it means that he's he's locked in. He's going to be doing that thing.
0: And they, that would explain why he's a, more or less uncoachable. Right. Because he's just going to show up and do Phil things because that's what he's good at. Although it's what he does.
1: The reason the reason he did go to, to Arizona seems to be um, the head coach. Talk it. It's true.
0: He seems to, to, to get Phil. So.
1: Yeah, he gets Phil. Well, I think it's good that Phil has somebody that he can deal with and who believes in him. That's great. It's what we all need. We don't need an extra chair in our studio room. We all need a dog, but you know. Okay, so the Bruins won both games this week. Tuka and Yarrow have looked... Awesome. Couldn't ask for better goaltending at this point. Somehow or another, the the forwards have to work through some stuff to get through to the net because we only have three goals on the season and a, well, it's a plus two goal differential. So that's good. So four points.
0: Three goal, three goal scored is not good, but against like two just miserable, unwatchable, stifling teams, right? I mean, like you throw the Minnesota Wild and and and, and the Ottawa Senators in there, and you just you just got nothing but agony. So like, I'm not going to judge the low goal scoring yet, not until we face some teams that don't that they don't make hockey they don't make hockey miserable.
1: Yeah, yeah, no, we're two <laughs> games into a season. I'm not going to make a big point. I'm just like, oh, you know, maybe this is just that. M- You know, we didn't have our veterans play in the preseason much. And and this is kind of like their preseason, (laughs) just in the regular season. It's okay, Everything's great. It's it's all sunny right now. We're all very happy. So, you know, one of the things that's really great about being a Boston Bruins fan is that we have some good coverage on all of the different media sites Yes, Tuca, I agree with you. You know, one of the guys that has been working the Bruins beat for the last year, and he did just celebrate his, his first year anniversary with the Boston Sports Journal, has been working a lot this week. I Like, he's like joyous and happy to be working again. And he had a question and answer session with Bruce Cassidy. And they talked about a, a lot of stuff like analytics and all of that stuff. And, and maybe I'll go back to that at some point. But I really wanted to point out one of our favorite things to talk about on this show, which is sports psychology, because he had a question about that. And Bruce had an answer. And I think the answer is very interesting. So if you'll indulge me, I'm going to read it to you right now. Ready, guys? Ready? Yeah. Question. Sports psychology is becoming more and more a key part of an NHL franchise and an important resource for these players. How have you seen that become more of a resource uh, that these players can use from when you first started off as a player to now so this is from when bruce started ready when I started, it was more of an outside thing. You went outside the team and you saw someone on your own if you felt that you needed that. And people thought you were weird if you did. Now it's become commonplace. We have two people that work with us. One's more individual. One is more team-oriented. So I think nowadays it's helpful, especially with everything we know about concussions and depression. So first of all, dealing with it as an individual is great. As a team... Players are a little more open than they used to be. Society is too. So players are allowed to talk about their feelings or what makes them feel good among their teammates, etc. So how do you balance all of that as a coach with the right time? I think the players have come to me and dictated their schedule in a way that we allow them time to do that. And it's not mandatory. I think that the players that go, they feel that it's helpful and others would rather just do their own thing. So that's how it's progressed from the time that I started. As I said, it was unheard of back then. You did it on your own. Now I think it's commonplace that most players use somebody in the organization. We've often talked about this on, on the show about sports psychologists, sports psychology and and what do teams do? We didn't really know. You know, We know that Brad Martian saw somebody, some time ago we know from this summer this is not something we've talked about but kyle kaiser has been using someone to help him navigate his his mind and get himself ready for the game and for his career honestly because he's very young and now we found out that the bruins have people in their organization that the players can go and see that's
0: outstanding actually like fucking a
1: I know, I had no idea until I read that. That was the one thing that like I I took away from the article that I I found most fascinating because uh, the stuff on the analytics it was just like Bruce was like we have our own set of analytics that we go through and this the stuff that the NHL is compiling is just for the fans, really. It's, you know, we have our own in-house stuff. But this was really interesting to me because I think that it's really difficult to be a player. I think people think it's really cushy and I and they don't understand that when you're like kind of put in this position from the time that you're like 12, 13, 14, and you have to devote a lot of time to this. You did an apprenticeship, you're, you're playing pro, and then it ends at some point. It's just, it's a lot to to deal with. Exactly, Tuca. So... I think it's fantastic to find out that the the guys have somebody in house and that should make it a little bit easier if they have to go see someone.
2: Yeah, I think all teams should have this, honestly. I think all teams should have one or two people that they're able to have within the organization available so players... So, so players don't feel like that that it's weird that they need to see someone or talk to someone. I think it's nice that the Bruins have it, and I think all teams should do it,
1: yeah, after finding out about Robin Leonard and what he had to go through, did he win the Masterton last year? Yeah, yeah, I believe so yeah and and basically, you know, he said they had a lot of people helping him. He had a core group of people who were helping him, and it was like that was like one of the best things that he could have come out and said for people who were struggling, people in all aspects of life who are struggling. You know, these athletes can get the, the, and the help that they need is really great. And I think it really helps fight the stigma. So I'm, I'm glad to hear it. It's a good thing.
2: I agree. And like you said, uh, it's not easy to be a professional athlete, especially for like a young kid, especially in hockey. And like, A lot of the younger players are not from the United States. They're either from Canada or another country overseas. So a lot of them, they're going to be away from home for the first time, really, um, for an extended period of time. They're not going to be around family. Um, They have to manage being a professional athlete, as well as some of them coming into money for the first time ever, things like that. So there's a lot to manage and a lot can go wrong to be able to have someone to talk to can help a lot.
1: Yeah. And I think it's interesting they have like a group and a, a singular therapist, you know, because I think that, you know, especially with your leadership group, it's like getting people to say like, it's okay to feel this way. And it's okay to talk about how you're feeling. Because it's a long season, you go through some really emotional stuff with a, a bunch of people who are essentially your family. And it's good to know that you're all going through it together. But you know, sometimes you have some things that you have to talk about, not among the group, and that's fine, too. Anyway, that was the thing I wanted to talk about this week. Uh, I saw that it was one of those things that I think was easy to, to for people to gloss over and not really be really into. But I am inter- into it because guess what? Players are people and they go through a lot of the same things that we do. Okay, guys, is there any hot topics that you really want to talk about? Oh, Jeff, you wanted to talk about Jack.
0: So the big Bruins related controversy of this week on Thursday's game against All-Stars, Roman Polak attempted to uh, cross-check uh, the, the mayor of Walpole into the boards. Uh, Polak crashed head
2: and shoulder into the boards.
0: And Brick pointed out in real time that, that's like, well, okay, he skated into the boards himself here. Now, at the time, importantly, neither of them knew that Polak was badly injured. Right now uh, people have been jumping going nuts as they do because it's hockey Twitter and because it's Jack Edwards because they've all seriously convinced themselves that their play by play guys aren't as big aren't as big buckets of human garbage as Jack Edwards is which to be fair here's the deal is they all are except John Forslund he's a saint <laughs> and but no, no it's not just John no sorry Forslund and Goucher Koshier, yep. because, uh, you know, the two of them are the two of them are lovely everyone else they're all garbage let's let's just 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 get that out of the way Um, they're all fucking homers. Jack, no worse than the others. He attacked most of the things that people get up in arms about him saying have nothing to do with the Bruins. They're just awful things to say, like this one. Right. So, and I'm saying this, not defending what Jack Edwards said, because, like, seriously, it's real time, and it's play-by-play, play and it's hard. But someone just crane headfirst into the board. to like, don't say anything insensitive. Now, people on Twitter have been losing their minds about this. And in light of several other things that high announcers have, have resulted in, in, in certain cases, I don't remember who I retweeted, nor do I care. This person was suggesting that we were lumping this in. In fact, listed it at first, along with two other rather egregious play-by-play announcer things saying, one, um, uh, John and I believe it was, uh, saying that playing well sounds like a shortstop. Somehow, Jack, making a pretty ill time. someone, crashing themselves into the board, like what was happening. Let's face it, had Paul, like, would have been a split, or at least not it. Did. Anyway, the whole thing's fucking stupid. I realize or hockey. I realize it's hockey. I'm and look up an arm's like.
1: Off. Yeah, hockey. I, I, I can't stand hockey. Twitter.
0: Actual fuck. Does anyone else care? They're telling on themselves when about it. Yeah. And like Jack shouldn't. That Jack needs to work on his filter. Don't get me fucking wrong. Like I have no point of I've been defending this, and I had an exchange on Twitter. But it not nothing note and that didn't go terribly well. seriously the person I was arguing with accused um former thought um cast member nick of uh of, of being in the tank for jack Edwards which is hilarious nick um,
1: yeah nick's not a fan of, of jack
0: exactly didn't he been accused by this individual oh, you're a boss defense like well well no because nick's on the has a record a publicly record available on the back back catalog of barely on topic um indicating that he doesn't like jack Edwards. like this is just like it's a fucking yeah i swear to fucking god i don't even know
1: you know i gotta tell you jack annoyed me a couple of times this week the shine is off the apple i guess we'll say.
0: I know what Jack is. He's more entertaining than most. And that's really all I care about. The substance, whatever. Fuck it. I don't care.
1: Honestly, during that whole sequence, I did not pay one bit of attention to what Jack was saying, because there was a guy who was motionless on the ice and that, no matter if you see it in person or on TV, is fucking scary, you know? So at that point, I don't give a shit what the the announcers are saying because they're they're just trying to fill the air. They're not going to say anything that should be taken with any seriousness. The fact of the matter is that Roman Polak did, you know, basically tried to check uh, Chris Wagner, who also fell into the boards really awkwardly, but was able to get up. He was trying to check him into the boards and probably cross check him. And then he went in. And yes, everybody thought, oh, God, head, neck injury. It was a slight break to his sternum, which it's good that he didn't move. Mm -hmm. Um, But, you know, Jack, Jack said something stupid. Okay, that's it. Um, Do we want to say on the order of magnitude of how stupid it was? Well, it was stupid. Was it racist? No. Was it saying that it's okay that Austin Matthews, You know, like this is how you get over that that bad press of, you know, um, dropping your pants to the uh, when you're walking away from the security guard after you tried to break into her car at two o'clock in the morning to see what she would do. It's like, yeah, the drunken exploits of um, really privileged kids in Scottsdale, Arizona. Um, Is that the bridge you want to die on? Because it's not the one I want to or I don't even know what I'm saying now. I, I'm just mad because it's like, guess what? People of all colors and and ethnicities belong in the hockey world. We are better when we have different people with different skill sets playing, as long as they can play at NHL caliber, right? And quite frankly, I'm gonna just say this. I've always thought that Austin Matthews was a dink, okay? And now he might be elevated from dink because he seems like a real like douche canoe. What I'm trying to say is that it shouldn't be taken that lightly, but I also think there's a little bit more outrage about that as well. And I'm just tired of being outraged about everything. Okay? Uh, you know, Slava I'm going to be outraged that he could be in the league. Okay? That's my outrage meter. Uh, Austin Matthews getting away with whatever he get away with. Well... Uh, you,
0: gotta, you, gotta, you, gotta, you gotta keep your outrage out of your eye before people stop living. Right. Because there's a lot of things worth being angry about. So just, like, call your shots, guys.
1: Right. Don't waste it in the first week of the season because there'll be plenty to piss you off later. Seriously, Tom Wilson's gonna kill a man soon enough. to can be angry about that, but save it for then. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'll say it in no uncertain terms. Jack has diarrhea of the mouth. He says stupid shit. Should he say it all? No. OK, sometimes when you see somebody laying motionless on the ice, you just shouldn't say something about how he inflicted that on himself or whatever he said. OK, like I said, I was not paying attention and I did not.
0: He said Polak like, connected with the boards like he wasn't even laying motionless. Like that's part of the thing is like rewatch watch the, the don't just listen to the words or read a transcript like when you see what was going on when he said that. It was a stupid thing to say, but it's not the monstrous thing they're painting it as because Pollock wasn't lying motionless on the ice yet. He hadn't finished falling.
1: That's right. He said the hockey, uh, the karmic hockey or hockey karma or something. Yeah. Ugh, whatever. Ugh, so stupid. So I think we're all in agreement on that, right? Stupid. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Probably shouldn't have said it. Said it anyway. And I'm not going to be outraged about it. If you want me to be outraged about it, that's too bad. I'm sorry. I'm just outraged. (laughs) <laughs> when I wouldn't say I'm outraged about the outrage. I'm just like, I'm just fed up with the outrage. That's all.
2: I, I honestly thought it was weird that they kept the announcers on for the whole thing. I expected them to like cut to a desk or something like that. It seemed like a weird move because it was hard to watch. Like, it just seemed like a weird move sticking with it. And to me anyway.
1: Yeah, the only other time I've really seen something like that in recent memory, I don't remember what they did, but I'm not paying attention at that point. I'm thinking about the person in the ice, and and no matter how much I dislike the player, and I I have nothing for or against Roman Polak, he's a player.
0: I enjoy him because how much Leafs fans get maddened by the concept of him, but that's about it. It's the only strong (laughs) opinion I have on Roman Polak. (laughs) It's like, if you're making Leafs fans upset, you're doing something right.
1: (laughs) Ah, that's a good one. I don't I don't want to see people hurt. I really don't want to see people hurt. There's a difference between somebody getting a black eye or missing some teeth and being like motionless on the ice. The other stuff is like acceptable in the respect that this is what hockey players do. But being like knocked cold, you never want to see that. And even the players I don't like, I don't want to see that happen to because that's that's bad. And if you do want to see that happen to the people, then you've got some things to work out.
2: It's it's wicked scary when players get knocked out cold. It happened in football today. It was scary.
1: Yeah, you just don't want to see that. You know, this is not the the aspect of the game that uh, that players should have to worry about, but it is a reality. You know, I'm glad that he's going to be okay. He's going to need to be out for a while. He needs to heal up. Pick your points of outrage wisely and don't waste it on the first week of the season, guys, because there's a lot of time that's going to pass and a lot of things that will piss you off. Hockey Twitter, just fucking stop it. You're not better than anybody else. Stop it. <laughs> I refuse to use that hashtag. I just won't use it because I'm just like, I don't want people, I don't want to be lumped in with everybody else. No, thank you. I'm an individual. I'm going to do my thing. And a lot of times my thing is like tweeting pictures of Gritty and later hosen and stuff. But, you know, there you go. So, Jeff? Yes? I was thinking of just kind of wrapping up the episode. I'm in favor. So I'm just going to do the read-off and stuff like that so that you don't have to worry about that. If you want to go, that's fine. Okay, well, have fun next week with your weird Canadian Thanksgiving.
2: <laughs> Indeed.
1: <laughs> uh, next week, we'll have Mandy in, so that should be fun for Tim.
2: Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs>
1: All right, Jeff, we'll let you go. Okay. Later. Bye. Bye. <laughs> ah, all right. Where were we? By the way, where are we on our, our, our bold predictions and things like that? Um so far oh, by the way, guys, I'm leading in goals. <laughs> Two games into the season, I've won. No, I'm just kidding. That was funny. I just happened to to turn to it because I've got a script I've got to read in just a little bit. Anything special you wanted to talk about, Tim?
2: Um, no, there's nothing real special. I mean they um they're playing they're playing well. They've won the best thing you could hope for coming out of uh, two two games on the weekend is uh, two wins. So can't yep. do any better than they're doing.
1: Yep, and the next game they're going to play against the Vegas Golden Knights, and I did not yeah. write that down yet, so I'm going to write that down in just a little bit, or I'll just look at the schedule. That's what I'm going to do. Yeah, they have Vegas and then Colorado. Oh, yeah. It's going to be a fun week. Let's get into that schedule. The Bruins are still on their West Co- well, not West Coast, but they're on a Western swing to start off the season. They've got two more games on the road, starting on Tuesday, the 8th, at the Vegas Golden Knights- at the T-Mobile Arena, uh, it's a 10 p.m. start, so yeah, that's gonna be fun. I'll 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 watch it, but I'm gonna be wicked tired after that one. Same. Yeah, and on Thursday they're going to Colorado at the Pepsi Center to play against the Avalanche at 9 p.m. Eastern start. You know what I really hope it happens in that game? I hope that Brandon Carlo, hometown boy, gets to. Uh, chuck some nuts with Nazem Kadri because I Ooh. I'm sure he'll do something stupid
2: <laughs> I mean probably yeah it's a day that ends in Y so
1: I mean you know maybe Kadri will be like oh I shouldn't play like that and I'll just play as good a player as I am and not have to do the dirty stuff and that would be great but come on it's Kadri so we'll see And then on Saturday, at long last, the Bruins come home for their home opener against the New Jersey Devils. It's a 7 p.m. start. It will definitely be on Nessun. I mean, all these games are on Nessun this week, I believe. So that's great. You'd hope for a more exciting opponent. But hey, Jack Hughes is coming to town, right? So that'll be fun. I mean, in theory,
2: it should be a win. So that's good.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and P.K. Subban. That'll be fun. It'll be a fun game good for him to to come back and just because i'll i'll just read this off too because we'll record an episode in between but it won't be out by that point the middle of their three game homestand against the anaheim ducks on columbus day or indigenous people's day however you want to call it on october 14th it's a 1 p.m start so it's a huge manatee game
2: all oh, the humanity.
1: <laughs> uh, I'm excited. I'm going to that game, so that's going to be a good time. Nice, I think so. And we're we're sitting in Ben's row, row so we can um, torture him. It'll be great. Although we're not right next to him, but yeah, we'll figure things out. Okay, I am going to go through the spiel that Jeff would go through. He had to leave because of technical difficulties, basically. Not really sure what the problem was, but uh, Skype sucks. That's that's what we know. It's fucky, as we like to call it. So there you go. Got all my swears out. You've been listening to a brand new episode of Barely on Topic. We hope you enjoyed it. If you did, tell your friends about us. Yay! You can find our podcast on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and now on Spotify. We have one listener there. It's great. I know. Just search for Barely on Topic. You'll find us. You can contact us at Barely on Topic podcast on Facebook or at Barely on Topic on Twitter. And if you're brave enough, you can contact us at our individual Twitter handles. Uh, Jeff is at Dr. Hand Grenade spelled A-I-D at the end. Yes. 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 I'm at Tim A. Richardson. And I am, I finally met Brandon Carlo and he is so cute uh, at VR, uh, uh, at VR from AI. Okay, let's try that one again. From <laughs> VA from, at, oh my God, I don't even know. At VA from RI. There, see, that's why I never say it. Tim.
2: <laughs> Word.